Al Kendall, and welcome to another edition of Album Sides, where I put together a collection of songs that are connected in some way and would make up a terrific side of a vinyl record if anybody had ever been cool enough to put them together and release it as such. Won't you please let me be your KTEL man? The album side that I've chosen for today, uh, we are getting, uh, we're coming up on the International Day of Peace. Uh, happens every September 21st. Uh, which is really uh, good timing because we're just coming off the, the tail end of commemorating uh, the 9-11 tragedy in the United States. And I hope uh, that people's uh, minds and hearts uh, are looking for peaceful solutions uh, to some of the problems in the world today. So uh, the show is going to be very light on trivia, which is unusual for me, I know. Uh, there will still be a little bit of it, uh, but I'm hoping that it's high in action. I hope that uh, after listening to some of these songs, you know, I mean, these are great songwriters, great performers uh, who have uh, who've poured their hearts out in these songs about peace. And maybe you're not a songwriter. Maybe you are. If you are, you know, Maybe you can go out and write a great song about peace. Maybe you can go out and write a crappy song about peace. But if you're not a songwriter, my challenge to you is to find something to do that furthers the cause of peace. Whether it's something as simple as saying a kind word to a person uh, or organizing a thousand-person march. Um, whatever it is, anything you can do is better than nothing right? We all sit around and we say, somebody should do something. Well, you're right. You should do something. I should do something. Right now, I'm going to throw down a little bit of a playlist of some of my favorite songs about peace. But after that, I'm going to go find me something else I can do, no matter how small, no matter how large. The end result can only be a better world. So let's all get our heads in a better place. All right, we're going to kick our playlist off uh, with my one of my favorite songwriters of all time, Mr. Nick Lowe from the Rock Pile Collection of Musicians. You might know him from Cruel to Be Kind, uh, or he also wrote The Beast in Me, uh, which was famously covered by Johnny Cash and also made an appearance in The Sopranos uh, TV show. Um, but Peace, Love, and Understanding... Uh, What's so funny about Peace, Love, and Understanding? You may know it as an Elvis Costello song, uh, but what you may not know is that, first of all, it was written by Nick Lowe and performed by his uh, first band, the uh, Brinsley Schwartz. But uh, the, the Elvis Costello version was released as the flip side of a Nick Lowe single, American Squirm, so it wasn't even credited to Elvis Costello and the attractions. It was credited to Nick Lowe and his sound, but it was Elvis Costello's version that we are all familiar with. However, I want you to hear the uh, songwriter himself perform it because he, he slows it down, strips it down, and uh, has just a beautifully haunting uh, version of the song. So I want you to check that out. Uh, it'll be on our playlist. It's kicking things off. It's a live acoustic version, and you really need to hear it uh, to really hear the passion and the words that he wrote. Uh, so long ago, but are still so relevant today. Following that, I'm going to pick things up a little bit with a Peace Pipe from the Raleigh, North Carolina band uh, Cry of Love. Very, very cool band whose 
members after the, the dissolution of the band went on to perform with Leonard Skinnerd, uh, the Black Crows, Cheryl Crow. I don't know if any of them were in Old Crow Medicine Show, but most of your Crow acts uh, had a Cry of Love member in it. So uh, you'll want to check that out. Um, following that is one of my favorites on this playlist. It's a song called The Man in Black. Now, you might know Johnny Cash as The Man in Black, and indeed he was. Uh, in fact, he wrote a song called The Man in Black. Maybe you've heard of it. I was never a big fan. I just thought it was kind of goofy. I thought it was up there with The Boy Named Sue. And, uh, but Johnny's great, you know, so I, I just never really paid attention to the words until I heard this cover by a guy named Goody Grace. Okay, so, so be sure you listen to Goody Grace's version of The Man in Black. Uh, a little bit of trivia for you about The Man in Black. Johnny, if you look it up on YouTube, you can find uh, his first uh, public performance of the song on his TV show. Um, he introduces it by saying, I started writing this song last Saturday. Well, when I looked at the broadcast of the television show where he said that, the previous Saturday just happens to have been the day I was born. What do you know about that? So the man in black, because people kind of, actually, I was just called Johnny Cash the other day because I was wearing all black. And, uh, and I got to tell you, uh, Johnny and I see a lot of things the same way. So uh, listen to that. And it, and it makes, it just really brings out um, the importance of the message that Johnny had. So, so check that out. Goody Grace. Um, again, we'll pick it back up with uh, Peace Dog, one of my favorite, I call it Owl Rock. Uh, anything that just really sounds like something I would dig. Uh, that would just be, I don't know. I don't know. I can't describe our rock to you. I just know it when I hear it. It's kind of like pornography. You know it when you see it. Uh, uh, if you don't get that, then I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. It's a famous phrase, but don't get mad at me. But it's performed by the Colt, who had a near-perfect album called Electric in 1987, produced by the great Rick Rubin, who will, by the way, have his own uh, episode of Album Sides one day. Now, uh, what part of the concept of Album Sides is I put together a bunch of songs that would make up a side of vinyl. Okay, so about 20, 30 minutes uh, of music uh, to be kind of like an album side. Sometimes my topic is so good. Okay, let's be honest. Almost always my topics are so good. I need two album sides. So we're going to flip the record over to side two this time and kick it off with U2. Uh, now, love Bono or hate him. Uh, Bono or you know, U2 have had some, some pretty cool songs, especially uh, with some great drum parts. Uh, I, you know, I love, uh, I don't know, is it Larry, Adam? I don't, I don't know the guys very well. <laughs> I think it's... Anyway, one of them is a bass player, one of them is a drummer, but 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 uh, great stuff. Um, but they had a song called uh, Love and Peace or Else off of the How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb album. And again, How to Dismantle an Atomic Bomb. I think we're looking at uh, the same thing here. How do we bring about peace? What is it we do? We just do something. The first step is just doing something, deciding you're not going to sit around and complain anymore and actually uh, move forward and doing something. But uh, the thing that struck me about the title of this, it's a very cool song. you got to listen to it. Great beat. <laughs> <laughs> 
got kind of a glitter beat to it. Uh, but one of the things that struck me about this is back in high school, I had a, a peace fascist movement. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember that at all, uh, but I was into peace fascism or hippie fascism. That's what it was, hippie fascism. And my phrase was uh, peace or death. You can, you know, choose peace or you can, you know, die. Um, unfortunately, uh, of course, we know the sad reality is that many of those who worked so hard toward peace uh, have met violent deaths. But, uh, but I hope that doesn't discourage you. Uh, I hope if we can spread more love into the world, we can experience more peace. Uh, so let's look at doing that. Um, let's not choose death. Let's choose peace. And following you, too. A guy from Louisiana called Ted Benoit will be covering the Stephen Stills classic uh, for, or well, the Buffalo Springfield classic written by Stephen Stills for what it's worth. Uh, another song that, that tends to pop up a lot uh, when we're looking at uh, peace songs and things. But he'll be backed up by a band called Louisiana's LaRoe, or just LaRoe. I remember these guys from the early days of MTV with a song called Addicted. Very cool rockin' tune, uh, but it has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now. Just had to mention it. Okay, thanks. Next, Michael Franti uh, with a band called Spearhead. I don't know a lot about this guy. It's uh, got kind of a, a reggae vibe to it, uh, but I love the title. The title alone, I mean, the song speaks for itself. You can listen to it, but uh, we can bomb the world into pieces but you can't bomb it into peace, right? When we think about it, all more fighting does is inspire more fighting. We're just going to keep fighting and fighting and fighting until finally we find some other solution. So let's see what we can do, see if we can do that. Um, <clears throat> the uh, next on the agenda is a Christmas song. What? Christmas? Of course, Christmas. I mean, think about it. When do you hear the most songs about peace? It's at Christmas time, and I think there's obvious reasons to that. Um, but regardless, uh, it is definitely a, a time when, when we hope for, we wish for, we strive toward peace. And actually, one of my students today just told me this story. I mean, I, I knew it, but I was just excited. <laughs> you know, it's always great to hear young people uh, res you know, reciting history to you and things. But he talked about the. Uh, the uh, Christmas truce uh, during World War One, when uh, everybody came up out of their foxholes and, and uh, partied and played soccer and whatever football uh, and stuff like that. Um, wow, you know what a great story, uh, what a great event in world history. Uh, but there you go. There's Christmas inspiring uh, the idea of peace. Um, but the song will be Little Drummer Boy, Peace on Earth by Bing Crosby and David Bowie. Uh, one of the interesting uh, trivial tidbits about that is, that, of course, it was never recorded or meant to be a song or a single on an album. It was just part of Bing Crosby's uh, Christmas special. He was Mr. Christmas, right? One of the most successful singles of all time is his version of White Christmas. It's hit the top 40 like 10 times or something. Uh, so he's just Mr. Christmas, and uh, he brings in David Bowie, and the, the writers for the TV show, these are just the people who do these variety shows or whatever, um, uh, wrote the Peace on Earth portion of the song. And to me, just one of the most beautiful songs ever written. I absolutely love uh, the melody there, the way Bowie sings it. 
and uh, of course the words as well. So you want to check that out, uh, even if it's not Christmas. Come on, I would love to find a. Uh, well, never mind. Maybe I'll record it myself. We'll see. So, uh, and we're going to wrap things up, wrapping up side two of our peace album, The Best of Peace. We're going to wrap it up with the Edwin Starr classic, War. Huh. What is it good for? Uh, unfortunately, I can't find my favorite version, which is by a band called Abrama. Uh, look it up on YouTube. It's a, it's just absolutely amazing. Um, we'll probably go with Edwin Starr's version. I haven't compiled the final list yet. But did you know who recorded it first? It was The Temptations. I don't know. I'll check out their version. Maybe we'll put that on our list. So I want to thank you all for hanging out with me for this very short, low on trivia uh, episode of Album Sides. Um, and I, like I said, it might be low on, on trivia, but I'm hoping that it's high on inspiration. So go out, find something you can do to spread a little bit of peace in the world. And until then, until then, until next time, I'm going to gauge the peace factor. All right. So next time I come on here, I better, there better be some, some noticeable increases in peace, uh, upticks as it were. Uh, and until then. This is Al Kendall from Album Sides, wishing you to keep it in the groove.